Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. This is Sue Meyer. Well, I thought we'd finish our talk about digestion and the importance of gut flora and what it is that is possibly dominant in your system. And with this, I... Like I said, I don't want to give away too much information because, you know, nothing is set in stone and you need a good homeopath to really sit, if you have chronic issues, you need a good homeopath to really take your case. And like I said, I've talked to you about this before, word of mouth is probably the best way to find a good homeopath. And because human nature being what it is, some homeopaths are more talented in the sense that they have more intuition. They're more intuitive in the sense that they can pick up on things better than other homeopaths. And just like doctors, you know, you go to a good doctor and, oh, everyone will tout his praises. But there again, they're only human. Everyone makes mistakes. Or sometimes people can miss things. And that's just human nature. So we're not, no one is God. And so it takes a little bit of common sense as well. (laughs) Okay. But in our discussion of the gut flora, like I said, we can, I cannot stress enough the importance of eating good food. Good food is key. Relaxing eating times so that the digestion can take place, extremely important. The temperature of your foods, um, all of those things can make for a more conducive digestive system. But again... Life being what it is, we don't always have this time, or we don't set it aside. And so before you know it, we can get ourselves into a mode of, it's basically a runaway train. And what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Was it the digestive system? Was it, you know, and therefore the imbalance of gut flora? Or was it the anxiety? Which which one was first? Which one came second? What What was the product of the cause or it's just we really have to stop and think about it we have to get back to the way God intended for us to live and we have to try and strive really hard to live the way that we were intended to live I keep telling people we were programmed with particular types of software you can't change it you can't feed the food GMO and expect it to be able to read that genetically modified DNA because we're not programmed that way God programmed us a particular way, and that that would be the perfect way to live. Like I say, we're all now because of original sin, we have the predisposition to disease and eventual death. We can't avoid that. And as far as disease goes, well, we're exposed to it on a continual basis. But if we live right, we can stay strong, and we can, yes, we're going to get sick. But we're not going to succumb to the illnesses that many do if we try to keep ourselves strong and live according to the way we're supposed to live. Again, mind, body, spirit, they cannot be separated. It's 
all one person. You think you can do certain things and get away with certain things, but if it's not conducive to the whole person, it's going to cause a state of disease or anxiety or ill health. So we've got to get back to the basics. All right. Now with that, there is a study of what we call the bowel nozodes. Remember, I've talked about nozodes in the past. We have homeopathic remedies that are made from mineral, plant, or animal tinctures. And then we also have what we call the sarcodes and the nozodes. The sarcodes are homeopathic remedies that are made from healthy tissue, healthy organ tissue or healthy blood tissue, whatever it is, it's a sarcode is made from healthy tissue. And when we, we use sarcode therapy, it's used in such a way that it helps the body to respond to meet that particular level of health. Okay, so that's sarcode therapy. Then we have nozodes. Nozodes are made from diseased tissue or viruses, bacterias, different things like that. There are numerous nozodes out there that are used to, well, a lot of times are used for like the never well sense. For instance, like the cancer nozode. Oddly enough, it's made from carcinosin, cancer. And it's one, it's one of the most popular of all nozodes when it comes to the never well sense. And so many of our diseases begin, our disease state will begin with the never well sense. We talked about that in our stress and anxiety show. And so these particular nozodes, like the, the tuberculinum, the, you know, we have different strains of tuberculosis. We have the pyrogenium, which is made from the rotten meat and that's famous for sepsis, all sorts of nozodes. So anyway, one we also have what we call the bowel nozodes. And the bowel nozodes are the nozodes made from that particular bacteria of the fecal matter. Okay, sounds totally disgusting, but trust me, it's all diluted way down. There's no actual substance still left in the nozode. The only thing that's left is that energy that our bodies read. And I say it's the energy which our bodies read. It's like people, they go, they kind of freak out about this. Um, But for instance, I have an oak tree standing in my backyard. Okay, that oak tree, I could go out there and I could measure the megahertz of that, that tree. That tree emanates energy. Every living thing emanates energy. So I could measure that tree. And I know, I could tell you the energy that that tree expounds. I could cut that tree down and I could make logs and then I could make a table. That table still contains the same exact megahertz. It might alter just ever so slightly, but it's, I still would be able to tell you that that's an oak tree. That's oak logs without even looking at it, just if I measured the megahertz. So that is how God translates things in this world. Like you'll walk into, like some people, I walked into a house one time and it was the most beautiful home. Oh my goodness. It was, it was this, this bachelor had had built this home and we'd gone on a field trip and I walked in and like I said it was absolutely breathtaking it was just beautiful he had made it of stone and he, oh it was just gorgeous but anyway it was cold it, it just seemed so cold and I thought how could anyone live here because it's just so so cold and there was no warmth there at all because it was all stone and rock there was no no wood nothing nothing warm to embrace it just you know and so we do respond as humans to our surroundings, whether it be be the warmth that wood exudes or the coolness of stone and rock. And so, we, like I say, everything has energy. So anyway, 
Back to the bowel nozodes. Nozodes, there's no diseased tissue still left in them. It's diluted down so far that the only thing that's left is the energy that has been captured, that our body actually responds to because it can read, because we have been programmed from God to read all natural things. And bacteria is naturally present on the face of the planet. And even though, like, a particular bacteria wasn't, you know, you've never seen the bacteria before, it's still a natural product. So we have what we call the bowel nozodes, and each one of these bowel nozodes has a particular state of health that will go along with it, or ill health. So we have types of people that will have a particular dominant bacteria in their system. We actually have, in a perfect state of health, we actually have all of these bacteria in equal amounts. And that would be a perfect state of health because all of these are present, okay? It's when one will become dominant that the imbalance will occur. And so when that occurs, by taking that bowel nozode, we can bring back a state of balance. And it's not something that happens like overnight. The bowel nozodes are used more readily in Europe than they are in the United States. I think it's starting to become a little more popular in the United States now. But like I said, in Europe, I've read that actually many doctors, once they do the case take intake, they will actually give the bowel nozode first and see how far that will take them. And then they'll finish the case with that particular remedy that is most like that person. In the United States here, we tend to give the remedy that's most like that person, see how far that will take us, and then clean up the case with the bowel nozode. And so there's really no right or wrong way of doing things. It just depends upon the practitioner, the homeopathic clinician that you're seeing and how they handle it. But I will say that I have seen miraculous, miraculous healing when it comes to people taking their bowel nozode. Because there's, like I said, until you get that gut flora balanced... It's almost impossible to achieve optimum health. And, you know, like I'll have people come into my store and they're always asking me for, you know, this supplement or that supplement. And we're a nation of supplements. I just, I, you know, I, yes, I'm for supplements as well. I honestly am. If there's a, if there's a critical state in, in the, the health of the person, because it's almost impossible for someone who has a very acute or very chronic disease to get all the nutrients that they, they, they need in, in their diet, especially if they don't have an appetite. So yes, there there are times when supplements should be used, but I am not in favor of them long term, and especially these health drinks and things like that. A smoothie is a great way to get extra boost of energy or extra nutrition because you can drink in a lot of nutrition, but you got to be careful because make sure there are food nutrients, not high doses of supplements in the sense that like super concentrated because when you take anything in super concentrated especially long term it can be really hard on the kidneys and the other systems of the body because we're not designed for those high concentrations of food we should just be taking in nutritious foods spirulina food herbs um, things like that that are nutritious on a daily basis so that our bodies are getting their daily nutrition every day because like vitamin C if we don't need it we just slough it you know, we should be getting that every day. And vitamin B, you know, the fight or flight vitamin. Um, we've talked about this before. It's very important to get all the folic acid, all your vitamin Bs in, in your daily diet. And if you can't, you know, that's, like a, that's when I like to supplement with the spirulina because their bodies still consider that a food herb. Now, don't take too much. Just take what you need. And if your body can't use it at the time, it just it sloughs it. And that's why things like that can be kind of hard on the kidneys if you don't need it. it has, they, the body has to process those things that you don't need. It can store some nutrients to a certain extent, especially minerals, but not a lot of vitamins. Vitamins have to be taken in daily. 
So anyway, back to the balanozoids. With these bacteria in our system, we have um, temperaments. You know, we have a particular temperament. When we're out of balance, they become very big and bold, like little kids who are right in your face or an, an adult person who is extremely talkative or just in an unbalanced state. When someone is unbalanced, too giddy or too sad or too um, obnoxious or just, just too much, that too much is an indication that there's a bacteria that's becoming very dominant in their system. And when that happens, a balanozoid will help to regulate that and will help to balance everything. And when there's balance, there's peace, there's joy. And so, like I said, a good homeopath will be able to distinguish which balanozoid you may or may not need. And like I say, these, I will say the balanozoids aren't anything you can just buy over the counter. Okay, it's like if you call, you know, one of the really good labs here in this country or whatever, you know, it's not something you're be able to readily get your hands on. But I still want you to be aware of it because a good homeopath can obtain these things for you and they can help you. So one of my favorites is the the Bacillus number seven. It's a volnozode and it's the main keynote to that one is vitality. Now who doesn't need that, right? <laughs> but there are keynote things, mental keynote things. And for this one it's it's the mental and physical fatigue that is very dominant when that particular balnozoid is needed to balance the system. And there are some corresponding homeopathic remedies too. So it's like the calicarb and the iodotums, the merc iode, the arsenicum iode, the calc iode, the ferrum iode, the natrum iode. That The iodotums in homeopathy we consider to be just absolute failure, you know, in the sense that they are in a, in a destructive mode they are on their way down okay so when you have a severe mental or physical fatigue very often you'll see the iodotum picture and so those are very very helpful corresponding remedies and so very often like I said a homeopath would give you one of those iodotum remedies and then they would cinch the case with the balnozoid again you can it could reverse that process and you know you can have that healing a complete healing and like I said it's 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 nothing short of miraculous when you see people be brought back into balance and I say you can't be brought back into balance unless you're eating the good nutrition you're having good nutrition and getting good sleep and good water okay so people say oh you know with homeopathic remedies it can be so healthy yes but you still have to get your rest you still have to be a healthy whole person and like I say and there's that there's the fecalis which is this is the type of person that's upset by fats and sugars and the corresponding remedy with this one is sepia. Now, I have to laugh about this because sepia is huge for hormonal. And they call it the, the worn-out washerwoman's remedy. You know, a woman can go and go and go and she can care for her family and she can, you know, take care of everyone. And then she will go into a, a sudden state of basically a sudden state of collapse where she is just exhausted. But I have to laugh because what happens at particular times of month when women are getting ready to cycle what do they crave they crave those fats and sugars right before their cycle and anyway I have to laugh because um, very often they crave those things but those are the the very things that actually upset the system so you know like I said a good homeopath is going to be able to determine you know what kind of balanozoids you're going to need according to your whole remedy picture and then there's the dysentery the dysentery 
Valnozode is very, very interesting. This tends to have an affiliation for the heart and the heart functions. And so really often these people will have the digestive, um, like the heartburn and things like that, or the pyloric spasms. They'll have um, a lot of nervous tension, might be a little bit claustrophobic, and very often they're very shy or impressionable type people. And I say shy, oh, they, they might do well in a crowd, things like that, but internally they're very shy. They're not going to be one of these people that are right up and bold in your face or anything like that. And they can have, um, you know, they can have certain types of diseases um, and, and poor circulation because, again, the, the heart is, is one of the, the main attributes of this particular bacteria, Balnozod. They have um, some corresponding remedies, again, and Veratrum. And Veratrum is that, that remedy we all know and love for the flu that has the vomiting and diarrhea. But that's a huge remedy in this, in this category, along with arsenicum. Arsenicum is the huge poison remedy. And um, Argentum, Nitricum. Okay, and I have to say, the next one, the next Balnozode is, once people hear this, they're going to go, oh my gosh, I need to figure out how I can get this, because I have so many people coming into my store, and honestly... Um, I've been diagnosed with gluten intolerance, they tell me. And in homeopathy, we say that if a person would eat whole organic soaked grains, um, whole organic, you know, flour, especially the ancient grains, you know, we, we would find that we're not really gluten intolerant. But there again, much of that is in the preparation of the food. It's not, it's not actually what we're eating. It's the preparation and then the quality, Okay. So why are we finding ourselves gluten intolerant? Guess what? This bone-nosed called Gartner is huge for balancing the system to get rid of that gluten intolerance to help our bodies to digest the foods properly. But very often, this type of person, you're going to find this type of person, they, they actually appear to be malnutritioned, very very slender, because they're, they're not absorbing the nutrients the way they're supposed to. So yeah, they have a gluten intolerance because they just simply can't process the foods the way they're supposed to. And very often these people will have very precocious, very mentally alert, but yeah, like I say, they they tend to have um, this inability to digest fats and, and, and other things that are just so essential to healthy life. So they are more susceptible to many of the diseases due to the inability to absorb fat. And so they might be prone to the celiac, colitis, uh, things like that, rheumatism. Um, and even small children, if they're born with this, then they can have severe teething problems. So, Or if, if their mother has, has this issue, then they can have the teething problems. We can give the calcarb, but it may or may not help because of this dominant bacteria. And so, like I said, this, this balnozode can just balance the whole system. Then the body can start absorbing the nutrients more readily, and they will start doing better. Very often, pulsatilla is the main remedy in this category, health issues. Phosphorus is huge, and so is silica. And, I have, and phosphorus and silica are both, they're noted for the type of person that's a phosphorus person is very noted for they like people. They like to be around people. They're very animated, very friendly. And silica cares deeply about what other people think. So it's it's very, very interesting that all these things kind of go together. And phytolaca is a huge remedy in this category as well. That's 
the one that has such a, an affinity for the mammary glands and the lymphatic system of the body. So that's very, very huge. And it's, I, people just, if we, we understood the fact that a homeopathic remedy is not, we're not taking medicine in the sense that it's not something that's medicating us. All it's doing is triggering the body to heal itself into balance. I can't stress that enough. And it works. You know, it just simply works. People will come in, they'll say, oh, I want to know more about this stuff that you're talking about, Sue. And I'll say, well, you got to sit down, you know, I'll be happy to teach you. But it's not something you're going to learn overnight. Just, just to even get rid of the whole medicating mentality is, that's what takes so much. Because people will still say, how many pellets do I have to take? Or how often do I take it? And, you know, it's, it's like I said, we're so conditioned to think that we have to medicate ourselves. And we all think that if a, little, if a little is good, a lot must be better. Not the case, okay? Sometimes the most finite, the smallest dose is the most healing. So and when we take any homeopathic remedy, all we're doing is triggering the body to heal itself. The next ball nozode is... It very has an affinity for the liver and the skin. It's what they call Morgan Pure, and very often you have great amounts of congestion in the body, and by this I mean the respiratory systems, um, the fibrous tissues, and the skin. It's it's a it's a general digestive bowel nozode. Very often um, the child will have like will be born with eczema, so known as infantile eczema. We have pneumonia, um, asthma, nighttime bedwetting arthritis of the knee, hemorrhoids. See that 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 congestive picture is is the Morgan Pure picture. And some of the remedies that and you'll see you'll see these ball nozodes run throughout families as well. So like, you know, oh my grandma had this, my grandma had that, you know, and like I had a lady come in the other day, she goes, Oh, do you have anything for for my stomach? I have very upset stomach and I have a lot of gas. And I, I just looked at her I'm like, yeah, I have something for that, you know, but it's just like I'm standing over the counter, you know, and I just really wish that I could help everyone to understand that you, there's not just like this one little tiny spot that you're going to fix. It's the whole picture. It's the whole person. So if you have this this gas because you have this digestive upset, yeah, we can give you a homeopathic remedy to help balance, but there are certain things you're going to have to change. There are certain things you're going to have to lean towards and, and stay away from and it's called a little bit of sacrifice, I guess. And my daughter, my granddaughter comes in here shopping and, and she has the same problem I do. And my mother had it and, you know, she's going on and on and on. And yes, we can bring that back to balance. You, you're still going to have that tendency. So when you fall off the horse, so to speak, you know, the, the problem can come back because it's chronic. And so you have that natural disposition. But there are certain things you can do, homeopathic remedies you can take that are going to help bring balance. So anyway, some of the corresponding remedies with that Morgan Pure are like the sulfur remedies because obviously sulfur, that's the skin, you know, the eczema, um, chelidonium because chelidonium is a huge liver remedy and wherever you see a lot of congestion, the liver is, is, is very key. And then the calcara, carbonicum, bridicarb, aluminum, metarinum, these are all graphites, the calicarb. Um, all the carbons, the petroleum, the mag carb, nat carb, cali carb, all of these, the carbons, the congestion, like say skin, graphites, you know, it's their main skin remedy, petroleum, um, sulfur, and you know, they all have an affinity, the liver, if the liver's 
plugged up, you're going to have skin issues. Okay, it's that simple. And then if you suppress the skin, where is it going to go? It's going to go to the lungs. It's just going to it's going to backtrack to the lungs. It's not going to go back to the liver. It's going to go somewhere else. So all of these things, it's again, it's the whole person. It's the whole picture. Okay, one of my um, the next bowel nosode is I find one of the most fascinating um, is is the proteus and the proteus. I don't know how to pronounce that exactly, if it's proteus or proteus, but that has an affinity for the, the kidney and the adrenal glands. And like the mental state of that is irritation of the peripheral nervous system, and they call it the brainstorm remedy for people who have extreme anxiety. And I had to, when I was researching this remedy, I found it so interesting that very often people who need this particular remedy or families who need this particular remedy um, they were families that were exposed to like for instance like during World War II the bombs dropping so if you can put yourself in that picture and understand that setting that type of fear of not knowing where it's coming from next or if they were going to live through the day you know like you take men in you know the, the foxholes and, and during the war and things like that that type of fear of like the bombs dropping, is it going to hit me? Am I next or whatever? That type of mentality, this remedy is so awesome. I mean, I've actually had occasion to experience a couple of persons healing so tremendously with this remedy. I just, I can't even describe it. It's just so complete because remedies can seem to only take you so far. You know, the, the remedy picture will will be so strong, but then the healing, it, it, it kind of lapses and it, it, it doesn't seem to take them all the way there. And then this remedy is just amazing. It's just absolutely amazing. And it just balances that gut flora so that there can be, it can be, you can have that balance. Some of the corresponding issues with that would be like the leg cramps. Um, they can have Meniere's or Raynaud's disease. Even convulsions. People disposed to convulsions. Arth- certain types of arthritis. Numbness and tingling as in like, like the Raynaud's. Natrum muraticum, the chronic grief remedy. Ammonium muraticum. A lot of the muraticums are listed here in this group of remedies. Ignatia. What is Ignatia? Hysterics. Okay. Great fear or sorrow acutely. And um, actually, Ignatia is actually in the in the cancer miasm, but it's it can it's an extreme acute remedy because it's just it's the here and the now. Another remedy that I actually skipped over the Morgan Gartner. I don't have a there's it's very similar to the Morgan Pure because it's it's the liver and you have the renal colic um it's a psoriasis where the morgan pure has the eczema the morgan gartner is the psoriasis so it's more of a developed type skin disease and sepia is listed again in there because it, again that's more of a state of disease of of its congestion but it's brought on and we're not born with it so much as it's brought on by the congestion Okay, another one, another bowel nozode that is extremely interesting is what they call the psychotic bowel nozode. And I have to laugh because my homeopath used to laugh and he'd say, it's not PSY, it's SY. Okay, (laughs) so, and that has a great affinity for the mucous membranes and the lymphoid tissue. Now, that is huge. And for many of the diseases nowadays, everything gets so, it's, it can either be subacute or even chronic inflammation of the mucous membranes, especially the intestinal tract. And so you can have that catarrhal enteritis and bronchitis and nasal catarrh that it's just constant and very dominant in a person's life. Again, you can have the bedwetting and that bronchial um, catarrh of children. Very often, children are very constantly susceptible 
to bronchitis and that type of situation. And there again, what's the main remedy with this one? Named is thuya. And thuya is what? It's our, it's our main anti-immunization remedy. So, so often this type of state can be brought on through immunizations when the child has an ill effect from the immunizations. Antimonium tart, again that rattling wet mucus of the chest, ferum metallicum basilinum. Basilinum is what? It's the human exposure to tuberculosis and it runs very dominant in families, certain families. So you have the metarinum as well. Roostox is huge. Hydrastis, nitric acid. These are some key remedies in that particular remedy picture. I can't stress enough how some of these these remedies are just are so huge when it comes to that bacteria within the body. Also listed with uh, right beside thuya is the carcinosin with the psychotic balnozode. And very often, like I said, very often this state is brought on by ill effects of immunizations. Now, there's the, you know, we've had our show on immunizations before, and there's such a push everywhere throughout the country to, you know, make immunizations mandatory and even to stop the religious exemptions and things like this and make a mandatory realm for everyone. There are certain people who, oh my goodness, they're just so susceptible to, because that's their weakness. You know, they have that natural weak disposition for immunizations. And so, I mean, I could go into all sorts of stories about that, but I won't. But the point is, is Thuya, again, Compton Burnett, vaccinosis and its cure by Thuya, written in 1903. If you can find it on Google, download it. It's it's a treasure. Read it. He was he was brilliant and he he talked to the little guy you know he was writing for other doctors but he wrote in such a way that all of us can understand his writings so anyway i just i just wanted to touch on these bowel nozodes and and their importance for complete healing so you can go in and you can get your case taken you have a chronic issue you go in you find a good homeopathic doctor he takes your case and the healing does isn't completed like i said in in america we're not so disposed to using the bowel nozodes like they are in europe so Sometimes you can just mention it to your doctor and he'll go, yeah, you know, that's not something we do a lot of, but, you know, I'm going to look into that. And doctors help each other. You know, if so if one homeopath doesn't understand a particular set of remedies or, you know, a, a way of working with a, a disease to, to cure it completely, they'll help each other because they really do care. I mean, all doctors care. I'm convinced of that, or they wouldn't go into that field of healing. So they have to have a natural desire to help others. But I have to say, in homeopathy, the understanding of man, I think, is, is very deep. It's very deep, and it's very... You can't help but care once you understand man so well. Because we then we begin to understand our feebleness, and how we all need each other in... in, in not like need each other but we need each other does that make sense (laughs) fact is we should be independent and we should be self-sustaining and all this other stuff but because we're human and god put us all here yes we lean on each other in times of need so i hope this has been a helpful class i just i just hope that in you as you begin to understand homeopathy in a deeper way that you can look at it as you know what I can reach out and I can say, you know, I'm going to get healed. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to take these few remedies. I'm going to get my body balanced and I'm going to be healthy because I want to be truly happy. And not too long ago, I wasn't feeling well. I didn't even know I wasn't feeling well until I started feeling better. And it's funny because you, 
it's like you know the frog in the whole boiling water thing that little frog doesn't know he's going to die he's just enjoying the nice warm water and as it heats up he doesn't even realize that he's in super hot water and it's going to kill him and that's the same way we are all in America right now we're just so complacent and we're just we don't feel none of us feel well we're always striving to go to the gym or we're doing this and we're doing that grasping at straws to start feeling better and to get in shape and you know to be the person we think we should be it it doesn't have to be like that we can just live a normal life we don't have to exercise excessively just 20 minutes a day just to get your heart rate up just a little bit eat well and relax and just enjoy each other help your neighbor rather than focusing solely on yourself but if you can get in that state of health then you can be like that and you can be truly happy and you can be helpful and useful to those around you especially your family those who God put in your care and has entrusted you with and like I said if we can as parents can set good examples of an attainable life you know one that's not just constantly running to the gym or constantly doing strange bizarre things those are the things that the kids will look up to those are the things the kids remember that that day-to-day task of just living loving and taking care of each other and if we can get back to that like it used to be we're all going to find more joy so I hope you have a wonderful wonderful day Thank you for joining me. May God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.